Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann. We are on the ContenderCast and we're shining a light on bright ideas. And today, if you are single, you're going to love our conversation. And if you are a dog lover, you're going to love our conversation because on today's podcast, I've got Lee Isaacson and she is the founder, co-founder, CEO of Dig. It is awesome having you, Lee. Hi, thanks for having me so much. And you're absolutely right. We've got a lot of people who are going to like this. I can't wait for this conversation. I mean, you know, I always look at the calendar of of what's coming up and this one I just couldn't, could not wait to dive into. And uh, I dig it. Get it? <laughs> I know, I cheesy, cheesy. All right. So, um, all right, Lee, talk about your company and how you decided to launch this. Sure. Well, we are Dig the Dog Person's Dating App. Yes, for <laughs> humans. I get that question all the time. Definitely for dogs. For humans, people. not for dogs yeah. meeting each other. Got it. And you don't have to have a dog. You just have to love dogs. Um, and that's one of the greatest things. So it's a dating app. You can search for people with dogs or without dogs. And the idea behind that is we know that not all dogs get along. Maybe you need to find someone who doesn't have a dog uh, and who will just love your dog as much as you do. Uh, But that's just one example of how we're really dedicated to what dog people need and want. It is such a compatibility issue. If you don't get along with my dog, it's not (laughs) not going to work. work. Exactly. There are so many dating apps out there and they all are doing very well. You know, maybe you're connecting because you both like yoga or you want to go on Bumble because the woman reaches out first. (laughs) But all of that doesn't matter if you can't get to the basic home life compatibility issue of being a dog person or not. I mean, you have most dogs sleeping in beds with their owners, right? So, I mean, this is very intimate and it's an important piece of making that decision (laughs) of who you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And uh, yes, people laugh all the time, but it's serious when you're looking for that person to spend the rest of your life with. So, uh, how did we come up with this? Well, Uh, I love this question because I started the the company with my sister uh, and she was dating a guy who we really think tried to be a dog person for her for a while. <laughs> One of those people <laughs> it's, got it's it. It's actually sad. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, by the end of the relationship, he didn't even want the dog in his apartment. He would put towels down on the, on the couch. So the dog didn't touch anything. And this is not like a big slobbering shedding dog. This was a cavapoo. So picture like a mini poodle King Charles Cavalier Spaniel <laughs> mix. Like yep. basically picture a teddy bear. That's all I can say. It's like, how can you not love that? I know. And so she said, I wish I just knew from the start that it wasn't going to work because of my dog. And it's not something she's going to give up or be able to to change about herself or even want to change about herself. So um, we learned very quickly that we were not the only ones hearing this story. A lot of people were going through this. I love that. If any of your listeners like are on Tinder or on any of the big ones, they will know how many more people are have pictures of dogs in their main profile no already, question. even when they're not theirs. They're using them, <laughs> and so we knew that there was a market for it. All right. So, but but even before that, so Lee, all right, you got your undergrad in journalism, you got your master's in homeland security and emergency response, and here you are launching. A really cool dating app. So how does that happen? <laughs> in between that, even, I actually ran a nonprofit, a large nonprofit <laughs> wow. in Louisiana um, for the Coastal Conservation Association. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Your listeners have to know that 
entrepreneurship means a little bit of everything. No doubt. You need to have the communication side. You need to have the management side. You need to have the go with the flow like a TV reporter, um, not caring about how you look and just getting down and dirty and getting as much done as you can uh, in the nonprofit world. All of it comes together. Um, the emergency response uh, management side for me in Homeland Security means from the start, I've had a deep dive look at our security policies and cybersecurity and understanding and making sure people's data is protected. And so every piece of my background on top of I've always been a dog. Person, right. Of course. <laughs> of course. I would hope so. <laughs> really right. It does come together to make this business. Wow. I love that. All right. So dig the dog person's dating app. So cool idea. And then by the way, the website is digdates.com, which I love. Um, You have this idea. How did you go from, hey, this would be kind of cool and everyone's using dogs in their profiles. We should create an app around dog lovers to creating the app and getting it launched. So you heard my background. My sister's she and I are the perfect co-founders because we're pretty opposite. She's been in some form of art school, you know, since beginning of high school, um, Pratt Institute, extremely talented. So she designed all the screens for the app itself um, oh, and all of nice. our marketing and advertising. I should mention too, all of our marketing and advertising, if you look at us on Instagram, for example, yep. they all feature only adoptable dogs. Oh, so all I the dogs that. you see everywhere are up for adoption. Nice. Yeah, it's a huge part for us. Really so cool. um, my sister and I kind of sat down and thought about, you know, what we like about dating apps, what we don't, um, and how to include what really matters to dog people. And we started by my sister sketching it out and making these beautiful designs. Um, and then we, we worked hard to find the right coders that we could sit with and, and design the app out from itself. Uh, we put our money in, um, our dad came in as a founder. Nice. To start it, yeah, that was a huge help. And then we raised a friends and family round from there to fund development. Got it. So what's the revenue model? Is it subscription or how does that work as you get people on the app? So right now, the app is completely free for users. Got it. But one of the most fun parts of the app is <laughs> you can plan a dog-friendly date. So I know, we go one I love step this. beyond. <laughs> we go one step beyond, uh, you know, finding your match, but you can... Um, look, look for dog-friendly locations near you, get a daily deal from pet companies and tips or tricks of the day from vets and trainers, and companies pay us to be featured in those uh, Very spots. cool. Yes. So we want to keep it free for users. You know, um, most dating apps have t- gone the way of offering subscription tiers. So we'll have a free version, but maybe we'll have additional features um, So you know that you would pay for down the line. But right now, it's totally free. Got it. Yeah. I love the places we dig. Um, all right. So, and how have you, how are you growing? Like, how are you getting people on the app, building awareness, you know, getting the message out about your service? Sure. This is really fun because <laughs> part, of, part of why we built this is you have to get out and meet the person to know if you're compatible. Right. And so we took that in how we are meeting people too. Okay. We throw huge dog friendly events city by city. Wow. And our plan is to be in 25 cities by the end of this year. And so um, you have to go to our website to see these photos because it's indescribable what 350 people plus dogs look like in a Brooklyn warehouse. But (laughs) Brooklyn warehouse. I mean, we made it look, it didn't, you know, it looked awesome, but we had a huge photography studio in one corner so you could get great photos of your dogs. And we've had 
enough treat companies put together to call it a treat bar next to the human bar. So they had sample treats. We had an ask of the vet booth. We have as many adoptable dogs as we can get there to highlight and promote the uh, rescues and foster groups. And we've been going city by city with that template and really working with other local businesses and rescues. That's awesome. Get the word out about the event, but also make it really interactive. And so that's one of the main things that we do uh, to get the word out. Yeah, I see Dig San Francisco, Dig New Orleans, Dig New York, Dog Moms Day. I think that's really cool. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. So we petitioned the National Day calendar to make Dog Moms Day an official national holiday. And it was chosen, it was on of only 30 days chosen out of 20,000 submissions. <laughs> wow. uh, and so the day before Mother's Day is officially Dog Mom's Day. Oh my God, I love that. That is hilarious. Okay, well, <laughs> I love the idea and I can only imagine it's growing and, and evolving. So what have been some of the challenges along the way? Like what have been the big things you've had to overcome as you guys have, have has worked together to launch this? Well, one thing for a dating app, you have to have a lot of people in one place for it to work. So you really have to toe the line of you want to grow quickly, but you can't really go national right away because you might have a lot of people download it, but there would be no one for them to match with, right? Like the numbers would look great on the back end for investors or for whoever, but you would not have anybody matching. So we have to move quickly, but it has to be pretty hyper-local and regionalized. And so the events have been a great way to do that. But right now, it's mostly me and my sister doing that. So while we're growing, we're traveling, we're planning events, and we're fundraising at the same time. And so I know every entrepreneur has a little bit of everything they have to do. Sure. Uh, we're definitely in the middle of that. Got it. Oh, that's exciting. And so what have been some of the, uh, the challenges in terms of getting the app put together? Was that pretty simple from a technology perspective? You didn't have to really create an actual product. It's more of a service. So the platform and whatnot, how did that come together for you? I would have loved if it was simple. <laughs> uh, right. I can only imagine. <laughs> um, we, uh, we ended up going and working with three different development groups in the first like eight months just because, you know, whether the resources changed or our vision wasn't getting communicated. My sister and I have this incredible background, but we don't have the tech background. So we've been searching for a great CTO um, and development team uh, to really come on board and, and make sure we're going the right direction with our development. We're not reinventing the wheel with how a dating app works. We want it to be normal app behavior. And so um, the you know frustrating side of the development isn't being you know shown over to the user experience. It's more on our end. We we thought things would move faster than they do in in that world. Um, and so that's that was a little frustrating, but we've now come to have this incredible team and we're a full steam of head. We are just behind on Android. So ah, we're building it. Android right now. Uh, yeah. Right. And so we hope to have that by the end of the summer. So do, are you, do you have any like unique things about the service, like swipe right, swipe left, or like bark or like raise leg or anything like that? You know, it's silly. <laughs> Like pee on them. I love it. Right. Um, <laughs> mark your territory. Uh, no, right. it's not like that. So, um, actually, niche dating apps, which is uh, what people are uh, turning to a little bit. Uh, one statistic, you know, most people, not most, but an average dating app user now has about three or four apps that they use at a time. So they'll have the big general ones where you could swipe forever. Uh, but we like to say, you know, it might take you that long to narrow down your search, and then you also have niche dating apps that cater to you. And so we are, we're technically one of those niche dating apps. 
we're a huge niche. You know, 55% of single adults in the U.S. are pet owners. So it's a huge niche, but it's still very much considered a niche. And people in the niche world are really moving away from the swipe mentality. Right. Um, <laughs> one, here's another stat. Again, I've got a crazy background. I love your I stats. Love, I good. love statistics. <laughs> one third of people on dating apps today never make it out to a real life in-person date. Why? They a lot of different reasons. It feels like a game, oh, right? Like, so it. the swiping, you continue, it kind of feels like a game. There's nothing out there getting you to go make that next connection, which is why we definitely wanted to include those features to help you plan that date and get out there. Because um, from the dog point of view, we think that's so important to actually get out and meet. Um, so, yeah, um, that's that's our focus. That's uh, great. I love yeah. it. All right. So I'm sure you've piqued lots of people's interests that are listening. So where can they find you? How do they check out if like your if their city is, you know, live yet on your app? How do they engage with you, et cetera? So when you go to the app store and you search dig dog persons dating app, and I will say you do have to spell most of it out because there are a lot of gold digger games, like oh, iPhone games. <laughs> like once you search dig, people Who would have known. <laughs> I know um, we're getting up there, but uh, if you do download us, uh, give us a good rating because that'll help us get up there in the Apple search review. Um, dig dog person's dating app on the app store. Um, you can go to our website at dig or dig dates d i g d a t e s and then all of our social handles are at dig dates um I and like i said so our cool. instagram all the dogs there are available for adoption as well i love the brand fortunately as i'm sure my wife is listening i have not tried the app out but i will just take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> um all right so yeah of course uh, lee so talk about the pledge one percent and then we'll get we'll get going Sure. That was an important part to us as well. As soon as we heard it, we said, yes, we want to learn how we could give back more uh, and be a part of that community. Um, we, you know, we've already built into our business model and our plan how we can always be promoting and highlighting foster groups, um, rescue organizations, groups that help with uh, people through crisis animals, anything that we can do to support them. We always try to find ways to do that. Um, as you mentioned, we might not be making that much money right now. So it was hard for us to commit a certain percentage of money. Sure, um, of but the Pledge 1% program gives you all these opportunities and encouragement to do different time or promotional ways that you can oh, highlight cool. those those groups and give back. Um, and as soon as we saw that, it's a big community of people doing the same thing um, and giving you ideas on how you can do it as well. That's awesome. I love that angle. I think it's really great that you guys are doing that. All right. Well, Lee, it has been awesome having you on the podcast. I'm digging the conversation. It's been awesome. I really appreciate you being on. Thanks so much. Find someone you really dig. I'm glad you dig it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> keep going. I know. <laughs> hey, thanks a bunch. I appreciate it, Lee. Thank you. Great. Take care. The Contender Cast is powered by Symmetrics Group and the Bunnell Idea Group. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderBrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.